Champions cast here on ZeldaDungeon.net. My name is Andy Spateri, and I'm joined by some very special guests. Uh, first and foremost, returning for his fourth appearance in a row, straight out of Long Island, Kevin O'Rourke. Heyo, what's going on here? I am doing great. Doing fantastic. How about yourself? Couldn't be better. I'm very happy because I'm also joined by Allison, one of our uh, premier copy editors, really the backbone of the site. Uh, Al, what's going on? Nothing much. I'm doing pretty peachy today. It's It's been a minute since you've uh, been on the Champions cast. It's good to have you back. Yeah, a whole minute. <laughs> yeah. We're, uh, <laughs> that was a long minute. Yeah. We're negotiating with Allison, doing uh, some some contract uh, back and forth to maybe get her on the show a little bit more in the next uh, coming weeks, so you can look forward to that. Yeah, the Champions cast draft. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Live draft. Hey, that could be kind of fun. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Link's Awakening, it's out. The dust has kind of settled. I feel like everybody has more or less beaten the game now, got their initial impressions. I did want to kind of give an apology to um, to some people for last week's episode. So, we put out last week's episode, and the thumbnail that I used was the scene of the windfish in Link, and somebody messaged me and is just like, oh, dude, not cool. Like, that's kind of like a spoiler. I was I was looking forward to seeing that scene for myself. And I didn't really think of that because I was just like, I don't know. It's not really a spoiler. It's just, it is, it's like a scene from from the game. But um, to, to anyone else that may have saw that and may have felt the same way, I'm sorry. That's, uh, you know, my, my bad. I'll try not to post any spoiler uh, screenshots this week when we uh, when we finish up our show, but uh, I don't know. Do you, like, do you guys would you say that's a spoiler? I guess the last scene of the windfish. No, maybe just because it's a new design. Yeah, I could. Say, I, I I sympathize with that. If it makes you feel better, I got it spoiled before the game even came out. So so did I. Actually, I got it spoiled by you, Kevin. Sorry about that. <laughs> He's like, ah, this spoiled for me. I'm gonna spoil it for everybody else too. <laughs> Spoiled it. That was me. You posted a picture of that. You posted um, like an interactive map of all the seashell locations and all the. Uh, you really spoiled everything before the game even came out, Kevin. <laughs> Get off I the say? show. Good job, Kevin. <laughs> I'm sorry. My uncle works at Nintendo. He sent me the map. It was hard. It was hard not to share oh, it. Oh, goodness. Y- your uncle must know my uncle that works at Nintendo. <laughs> my uncle uh, Shigeru O'Rourke. <laughs> I don't have any imaginary uncles that work oh, in Nintendo. Every, everybody has an uncle at Nintendo. Come on. Yeah, you could share my uncle. Yeah. He could be your uncle too. <laughs> Those family ties probably run deep. Um, <laughs> we've lost everybody already, but if anybody's still here, we've got a good show for you this week. Uh, we are we're we're not quite off the topic of Link's Awakening. We still got Link's Awakening on the brain. We're going to be running through a list of all of the Zelda games up until, I think we said, Skyward Sword. And we're going to be running through a list of all the Zelda games up until Skyward Sword and ranking them on a scale of 1 to 10 for how much we would want to see them remade like Link's Awakening. To be clear, not in the style of Link's Awakening, but like a full-blown like remake. Not like a not like a Twilight Princess HD, but I'm talking like built from the ground up, new graphics, new soundtrack, new everything, think Link's Awakening, think Resident Evil 2, which came out earlier this year, think uh, Resident Evil 1 on the GameCube, that was a pretty sick remake. So we're going to be going through and talking about what we'd want to see from those remakes, and if we'd want to see them, and what games really need them the most. But before we get there, uh, some interesting new skips were found in Link's Awakening for the Switch. Of course, we're probably going to be talking about this for the... uh, 
next little bit as you know more and more information and breakthroughs become available in that game but pretty cool little little move that we saw that allows you to skip um the uh the pothole field uh ko why don't you why don't you walk us through that skip sure yeah so um a new video came out with kind of like the breakdown on how to do i guess the villa skip or pothole field skip whatever you want to call it um which was possible in Link's Awakening DX, but it's a completely different method. Um, we use our good friend in Maid Village, the Fox, where if you hit the Fox, uh, he'll like jump at you and attack you. So that's what we're gonna like utilize for this trick, um, and what has been utilized for this trick. So you like goad this Fox all the way around to one specific uh, corner, right by where you lead to the um, to the slime key for a key cavern. And you have one and a half hearts, and you have to have the secret medicine. And you have this fox hit and kill you as you're jumping with a bomb going off. It's like the perfect storm of, of craziness. And it will knock you out, the secret medicine will revive you, but you'll be loaded on top of that block. So you're able to walk down, uh, scoop that key up, and completely bypass... Uh, the whole Canalit Castle area. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I saw it in action. Uh, it, it looked, you know, there's a lot of setup to to do the trick, and like you do really need that perfect storm of things. Um, but I like it because like when you when you see it, it's like I don't know. I've, anyone listening to this show knows that I'm kind of like kind of iffy on glitches and skips and stuff like that. Cause I, I feel like a lot of times they don't take a lot of skill to perform and like anybody can scoop up a bug in Ocarina of Time and, and go to the end of the game. But this one, and uh, maybe that's entirely not true. I don't know. But this one, like you, you got to have your, your ducks in a row here to pull this off. Um, I mean, getting the Fox over there and, and jumping, out of the way while he attacks you is a trick in and of itself, not to mention having the correct number of hearts, having um, the bomb go off where you need it to be, having you land on top of the rock. It's, it's pretty it's pretty mind-boggling. Uh, there's a video on Zelda Dungeons, I want to say Facebook, probably and Twitter. Um, anybody that is interested, go check that out. We're probably going to try and replicate this at the marathon, I bet you. It, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm looking to try it out. I'm going to try it out myself later today, actually. So we'll uh, we'll see how that goes, um, Allison. I had a just a, a quick thing for you too. I know that uh, you had mentioned to me that you were hosting some Zelda Dungeon uh, Mario Kart days. What can you can you tell us what uh, what that's about? Uh, so Rachel and I are doing Mario Kart days for staff and anybody who's subbed to the Zelda Dungeon Twitch channel every third Saturday of the month, and it starts around. Um, I want to say. 1 I want to say 1 p.m. Uh, central time and we just all get together as a group and play some Mario Kart some shenanigans go down and it's pretty fun and so that is if you are a twitch subscriber by god everyone listening to that that is all you need I've played Mario Kart with Allison and it's worth the price of admission right there especially if you can beat her because uh Allison may seem sweet and nice on this podcast but when she's in a competitive environment Oh boy. Cutthroat Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> we just played a little bit on Friday too. It was oh good yeah, time. it was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I by saw... a little bit, I mean like six <laughs> hours. I saw you guys playing and I was like, oh man, I want to jump in and I didn't. I had to go to bed because I had to, I had stuff to do yesterday. I was, I was jealous though. I, I thought about coming in at like midnight to play. We were there. I know. Um, Should have hopped in, Andy. The water was fine. <laughs> All right, before we get to the Zelda games here, uh, K.O. was was pleading and begging. He, he's got a game that he wants to, to tell everybody about, so uh, take it away. There is, yeah. So, And you'll be a fan of this, Andy, specifically for the boxed release of a Switch game. Ooh. Uh, you wouldn't expect to get a boxed release. Uh, Trine 4, The Nightmare Prince, just came out. Um, for Switch, uh, it's also available on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and PC. Um, I picked up the game, Ashley picked up the game too, so we've been playing co-op together. Um, and it's really fun. Um, it's the fourth game in the series. They went back from, the third game had like a 3D style, 
but they swapped it back to a 2D style, and it's a lot of fun. Um, it's a physics puzzle-based game where you take control of three characters that all have unique abilities, a wizard, uh, a rogue, and a knight, and using like all three of them and their different abilities, you go through the stages and have to like solve different puzzles and it really does make you use your your brain a lot and there's like a couple of different ways to solve things so for those of you who are fans of the shrines in breath of the wild it's a very similar kind of experience i think i can't remember if we were talking about this on the show last week or not or if we were talking about off air but um trying two was the first game i ever bought on steam so yeah, I can I can attest it's it's very it's a very cool kind of fantasy setting, uh, very whimsical. It's it's it's, it's yeah, worth it's a checking very, out. It's just I think. a good a good wholesome game. I will say, um, the online is a little cumbersome. It took myself and Ashley a few tries to like be able to join each other's game and play. Right. Uh, but once we did, we were like in the game for you know, we didn't like disconnect or anything. And we've been able to do, like, multiple sessions and, and play it throughout the week. So, yeah, we've been having fun with it. It's a good time. Well, there you go. Trine 4 for all of you Breath of the Wild fans uh, that are looking for some more shrines. Uh, it's got the official KO stamp of approval, whatever that means. So, <laughs> check For it whatever out. that is worth. It's worth, <laughs> it's worth the 30 bucks. All right, well, there you go. 30 slamos, excuse me. Uh, we're going to... We're going to spend our slamos on some hypothetical remakes in the Legend of Zelda series. So the way that this is going to work, I'm going to read you the game title. We're going to go in chronological order. And we are going to give a score from 1 to 10. And 1 is going to be like, I don't want to see this remade at all. 10 is going to be like, this absolutely needs to happen. And we're going to talk about kind of what we'd want to see, what improvements, what kind of like a graphical style. We're, we're just going to talk about like our dream remakes from all of the different games. So you guys ready? I'm ready. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's start off where it all began, The Legend of Zelda. Um, do you, I guess let's go. Like on a score, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much would you want to see this remake made? And let's just preface it again. We're talking remake, like full from the ground up remake, not, not any of this HD business. Like, this is this is a serious remake here. So scale of one to ten. I'm gonna say two. And my reason for that is that I don't know. It's it's the classic Legend of Zelda game, and I just. I don't know. I can't imagine Nintendo putting a lot of time into the, remaking it from the ground up, whereas I just think they need to make it available on every platform so that everyone could get a chance to see where it all began. It's humble beginnings, I guess. I think I think I'm with you, Allison. It's kind of hard to to take this game and like like what can you change without ruining the magic? I'm gonna I'm gonna make it three, I think. You're gonna make it three people or you're picking a three no, just to one up us? I know. I'm 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 with you guys. It would be it would be low. It would be maybe like a uh a two or a three for me. Um I you know, I, I feel like in a lot of ways Breath of the Wild is really kind of a, a remake in prince or in concept of the first Legend of Zelda where you have this open world and there's really, there's no um, obstacles or anything holding you back from just doing whatever it is that you want. So, you know, I, I feel like you're right. It's like, I mean, first of all, that game would be extremely small, like extremely small. It, it would make Link's Awakening remake look <laughs> like Breath of the Wild. Um, second of all, you know, I, I think you're right. I think like the, the pixel artwork and stuff like that is, is really part of the magic um, you know, they, re they remade the NES version of Metroid on the Game Boy Advance, and that was actually really awesome. So I, yeah. I guess like, you know, they, it could be done, it could be done properly, but I, again, I feel, I feel like Zelda exists, the original Zelda exists now just kind of as like a novelty and like yeah, a nostalgia boost, I guess. Cause like you, 
you look at games like A Link to the Past or Breath of the Wild, and like they took the concept of the original Zelda and just completely perfected it. Um, so yeah, I, I think that like it, it's it's it exists in its own way as a as a way to go back and remember where the series began. But I don't know that you'd need to remake it because I don't know what it has to offer in comparison to some of the titles that came la- like after it. Link's Awakening had a great story to offer. It had this unique island. Um, I, I just think that Zelda for the NES has been kind of outdone by everything that's come after it. So yeah, that would, that would be like a two or a three to me. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Unless they did like a third quest or something new, I couldn't see the reason to remake it. Yeah, I agree. Well, okay, it looks like that one is stuck on the NES. Although I do agree with you, Al. That should be, I mean, really, that should be available on every Nintendo console. And I, and I think that it pretty much is. So, I mean, at least they've got that right. Um, okay, let's go over to um, The Adventure of Link. And I, I'm going to take the lead on this one. And I'm going to say I want it, I want this remade. And I want it to, uh, like, if I had to give it a score, I'm going to say, like, like a 7. Because, like, I don't know that it's the best game in the world, but this is a game that, by God, could use so many of today's kind of quality of life improvements on it. it. It has the charm. It has the style. It's just, like, playing it is a nightmare because every time you die, you got to start over. It's just... It's it's missing something that if it was remade, I, I feel like could be added quite easily um, to make it a really enjoyable game. Yeah, this, I think Adventure of Link could, it falls in a weird window where it's like, it's it's not a traditional Zelda game, it's like the black sheep of the series. And there are some like, like it's a very difficult game, but there's some like quality of life stuff that could be adapted from like a more modern game. Um, it's not terribly short too. It's it's longer, and I think that might be because of the difficulty as well. So I don't know if you make it too easy if that ruins the game, but I'm in the boat of saying it could be remade and, and made easier. And I'm with you. I'd vote like a seven or an eight on this. I kind of I kind of sit in the middle. I'm a I'm a five, and I for if anybody knows me. Adventure Link is always at the bottom of my list. Um, but I wouldn't, so I wouldn't be heartbroken if it never did get remade. But I would like, I, I think it has a lot of potential to be remade. And it would make me actually want to play it again. <laughs> um, but I agree with all the quality of life improvements that could be done. I think a new art style would be uh, interesting, an interesting um, improvement to it. And then... Um, also, it's also not a game that a lot of Zelda fans um, and gamers have played, in my opinion. So I feel like mm-hmm. having it be released and remade would actually bring it back more into the series collection as a whole. Because it kind of, like like Kevin said, it's a black sheep. It kind of sits out there. Nobody really wants to touch it. Yeah, that's a great point. I, I feel like a lot of people have, have passed over it or have started it. They're just like, what the hell is this? And then they never finish it because of all the aforementioned problems that it has. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be great. I'm I'm kind of like getting. Have you, did you guys ever uh, check out that Bloodstained game that just came out not too long ago? It's like kind of a side scroller Castlevania. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I played that at Comic Con. Okay, so stay with me here. I'm I'm kind of picturing like Zelda two in that aesthetic where it's like the side scroller kind of like three like two point five D. Like, humanoid characters, like, um, I don't know. I, I think that could work in the setting of Adventure of Link fairly well. Because, like, you can still have your goofy characters, like Error and, and Bagu and stuff. But then, like, you get the uh, you get the cool, like, sleek combat look when you're in the dungeons and stuff. I, I think that could be pretty cool if it was in it, that kind of art style. It's funny that you brought up Bloodstained because they also released Bloodstained Curse of the Moon, which is almost like a D-make. Yeah, actually, but I own that it game. It follows, uh, it's an awesome game, too. It's like the Castlevania 3 that I've always wanted, where it's not too hard and I could beat it. I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, it's a good time. All right, so, okay. Adventure of Link, I think, you know, at least you and I, Kevin, are, are a little bit more hyped for Al. Take it or leave it. 
Um, let's move on to A Link to the Past. I just finished playing this, actually, on my Nintendo Switch Online, so um, I've got some thoughts, but I'll let you guys take it away. Allison, you're Okay. <laughs> I am wholeheartedly, I actually really would love to see a remake for this because of Link's Awakening. So Link's Awakening is a game I never thought uh, like I'd see... Um, be redone and I've been playing it and I actually went into this game playing it fresh faced I've never played Link's Awakening before because when this remake came out I wanted to be like okay I'm going to play the remake and then I'm going to play the original so I kind of wanted to do it backwards from everybody else and so I'm playing the remake I love it it's cute it's got like all these great aesthetics the music is great and I was thinking what if A Link to the Past got this kind of touch up and was made a little bit more to pop out. Um, it's such a like, it's such a loved game, A Link to the Past, that I think um, having it remade and put on the Switch or whatever the next console is would be like a massive success, more successful than Link's Awakening, I think. So I'm a ten on that. Oh, Ooh, a tenner. Wow. I I'm all the way on the other side. I do not want this remade, and I'll tell you why. A Link to the Past is perfect. It's just perfect. Um, but more seriously, it's um, it's been not remade, but it's been made on the Game Boy Advance. There's a little bit of changes on there, um, but it's still like the core game. They also added in the Four Swords game as well to that. But we kind of already got A Link to the Past remade already with A Link Between Worlds, and I think that that's the remake that, like, it's a completely different game. It's an amazing game. Um, but we don't... I don't think we need A Link to the Past to be, like, freshened up or remade or touched up, whatever you want to call it. I think we already got that with A Link Between Worlds, and it's already, like, perfect as it is. I just don't know, like, what you would do to change it. Like, do you change it too much and then it becomes just another Link Between Worlds? Or do you, like, not change anything and it's just, like, an HD remake? So I'm saying leave it alone. Zero. Damn. I was kind of in the middle of you guys. I, I think I'm a four. Because I feel like, like Kevin, like you said, A Link Between Worlds really was that remake. And, I, like, I, I don't know... I don't know that you need another remake or a remake rather of a link to the past because it, like it holds up very well still. It's very easy to play. Um, everything about it is still rock solid. It, it's not like it's not like it has these awful like functions, I guess if you want to say. Like when you play Link's Awakening, switching between all of your items is a total drag, and you don't get that in um, in a, a link to the past. It's you, you can have your one item out and you switch it and, it and it's very, you know, it's easy to do and it feels natural. Um, you, you know, that being said, like, I, I, of course, I'd like to see this game with, with a new, with a new look, a new coat of paint, maybe some extra tunes. Cause there's, you know, there's really, um, not that much variance in the music in that game, but, um, yeah, I, I think if I had to, to rank it in comparison to some other games, like, I think A Link to the Past can still stand on its two feet and look really good, you know, even being 30 years old or whatever it is. Um, and I think some of these other games that are, that we're going to get to just need a little bit more help in that regard. So, uh, yeah, I, I would say I'm like a four. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad to see a full-blown remake of A Link to the Past, that being said, especially after playing... A Link Between Worlds, which I, this is probably like hearsay to a lot of people, but I actually prefer A Link Between Worlds to A Link to the Past. So we'll see. But I, I would dig that, yeah. Um, let's move on to this this next one, which I think now, after Link's Awakening, this is going to be the one that people are clamoring about uh, until it finally happens. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, I've lumped them together. I'm going to go ahead and say 10 because I, I feel like these games are ripe for being remade. I think that they would fit in the similar like style of, uh, of Link's Awakening. Or like you wouldn't have to change it too much. 
um, you know, there's just so much goofy stuff in that in those games, like like Ricky, Dimitri, and Moosh that I think would just fit right into the aesthetic that they used for Link's Awakening. Um, you don't have the same problem that Link's Awakening potentially has where some people are complaining about how short it is because you've got two games. I feel like if they remade this, it, it would be both games in one. Um, and, and I feel like, you know, these are, these are old games that came out in 2001. Um, a lot of people haven't played them. And it would be... You know, I, I think that it would be a good way to, kind of like Al said about Adventure of Link, introduce people to these games for the first time while, you know, you get a lot more bang for your buck with them. So I think that this is, like, totally ripe for a remake. And I and I bet you it it's the next Zelda remake that we see. So I'm going to say 10 for the Oracle games. I'm with you there. Um, and I feel the same way. It, it seems like the next, like, logical step the next games in line to be remade um and yeah i mean when you think about it the only like way these games have been touched is on their original releases um it would be really cool to have them remade i think a like a combo cartridge like it doesn't make sense to release them separately anymore that was sort of like a limit of the of the game boy color um and having the linked game included on that like that's that's a slam dunk like that needs to happen um, and I think also too, what what happens is like people, and you even said it before, the Oracle games, um, kind of get lumped together, and it gets confusing to people that look at it at a glance that may be like on the other side of the window, like looking in, and they just look at it and say like, oh, it's those Oracle Game Boy Zelda games. They're very different. They're drastically different games. Um, there's there's a ton of differences between the two of them, so I feel like um, getting folks to play them more can kind of like bridge that gap of just not having them be called those Oracle games. That would be really cool. I agree that if they were to be remade, they should be on one, uh, in lumped into one, and um, with the additional third rumored third game, um, would be pretty cool. I have only ever played seasons and so i think having a remake would for people like me would make you want to play both and i would want to see it in the Link's awakening uh remake art style as well because when i when i think of those games i always kind of thought lumped them in with Link's awakening as well so i was a seven on those in that i want to see it happen but if it doesn't then I wouldn't be too heartbroken because I feel like they have a pretty uh, cult following, <laughs> I guess you would say. Uh, there are people that really, really like those games, and then um, there are some that are just, they can just go their whole lives without them, I guess. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair. Um, so here's here's a fun question. If they get bundled together, are they, what like, what's the subtitle for this game called? Is it still... Like Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Oracle of Seasons, or maybe it's like the Oracle Saga or something like that. Or I don't know. I think that could be Oracle Saga. That could be cool because, like, I mean, Ko, you're totally right. Like, people always lump these games together, which is annoying because they're, like you said, they are vastly different games. So I don't know. I think I think it could be kind of fun if they were like, you know, if if you're gonna lump them together and they're on the same cartridge, maybe I don't know. Call it something. Call it something cool. Call it something different. The Oracle Saga. Trademark. Like Trademark Champions Trademark Cast. Champions Cast. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you on Nintendo Minute in four months. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the big one. We've all seen the uh, the videos of this game remade in 4K in Unreal Engine. It looks amazing. Ocarina of Time. Where do you guys sit, Allison? Ooh, I... I, I was, uh, was kind of on the fence about this one, too, of five, because... In that, what Kevin was saying about A Link to the Past, this game is, is pretty classic. It's kind of perfect the way it is. I I did like the upgraded art, uh, like, graphics when it went to 3D. Um, but I, I just kind of like where it is. I just feel it's something I can always go back to. If a remake was done, it's something I could look forward to and play and be like, yeah, that was cool. Um, but I just, I just kind of in the middle where it's fine the, where it is. And I think it could just stay there. Let me let me throw something in quick too before we get to you, Kevin. We're gonna make this list 
assuming that uh, the making the making of these remakes does not impede the making of a new Zelda because as soon as you say the word remake, somebody's just like, oh, I'd rather them work on a new game. And it's like, okay, well, we, we can have both in this hypothetical scenario. We're going to eat our cake. Wait a sec, that's not how the saying goes. We're going to eat our cake and <laughs> eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> what Kevin said. We're going to eat our cake and we're going to eat it all in one bite. KO. That's how it goes. Let's eat some more cake. What do you think about Ocarina of Time? Uh, it's so I'm even more extreme than Alice. Some of this, it, it doesn't need to be remade. Um, we just had this made on the 3ds. I think that the logical thought here, and the some, and like what I would want is, um, take the 3ds Ocarina of Time, and just put it on the Switch. There you go. Ah, uh, no. I would be okay with that, actually. That's it. Get some higher resolution textures, throw the game in, stamp that box on, close it up. (laughs) If you're talking like a virtual (laughs) console release, I'm down for that. But if you're talking like re-release the game on the Switch, then I I can't support that because I I don't want to buy the game, the same game that I already own for my 3DS again on the Switch. You know, I'm like a five... (laughs) I think that I would I would love to see this game remade with these amazing graphics, you know, maybe maybe a little bit of an update on the music to make it sound even more crisp, but it doesn't need to be remade. Like I I'd, I'd like to see it, but I mean the game is just timeless, legendary the way that it is. A lot of really great like any of the quality of life improvements that could have been made and there's not a lot of them. They were already made in the 3D version, so as, as cool as Bingo. it would be to see you know, a remake of this game. Um, you know what? Maybe I'll change that to a four. It just, it doesn't need it. It doesn't need it. And I, you know what? You could probably, let's just go right into Majora's Mask. You could probably say the same thing about Majora's Mask. I feel like, it, you know, same kind of principle. Um, I'm a four on Majora's Mask. It would be amazing to see this game remade uh, with these updated graphics, um, updated sound. But again, all of your quality of life improvements were really already made in Majora's Mask 3D. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I'd buy this game again, too. You're talking to the guy who owns three copies of Hyrule Warriors. I do, too, so, actually, I mean, now it. that I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we're going to buy it. <laughs> I think Majora's Mask, uh, I, I went down on that one. I went down to a three, mostly because if there was a remake, I'd want to see it darker and creepier. And that's it. Otherwise, the game is perfect the way it is. It's got its own little gimmick. And I think it sits very well. And a lot of people really, really like it. So it doesn't really need that much help. Yep. You nailed it. Which is too bad. Because, like, I feel... You know, I feel kind of bad saying that I don't want Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. Two of my favorite Zelda games remade but like i feel like if you can't add anything new then don't do it and i feel like you don't want to add like you you don't necessarily want to add filler to these games especially ocarina in my eyes it's just perfect the way that it is so you know as much as i'd like to see them and play them do i want to spend 80 bucks playing this game that i already own with just some prettier graphics i mean obviously i would because i'm a sucker for zelda (laughs) there's also the master quest as well yeah, that's so, true. So, like, you have some replayability with the game, too. And I know a lot of people have not had, like, the ability to play Master Quest. And also, like, the 3DS is is dead and buried at this point. Um, and some folks may have missed out on getting the 3DS. So maybe you can cater towards that crowd and kind of use that as an excuse to say, hey, people have the Switch. Maybe they didn't have a 3DS. Just makes sense to put this game on there. Maybe know? bundle them up. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, I'm a bundle. I fan. would definitely buy that. I would buy them both if they came on the Switch either way, but I would buy them bundled faster. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know that you could bundle those 3DS games because like a lot of what makes them so convenient is the touchscreen on the bottom, like with your inventory and stuff like that. I mean, obviously you could, but I just you know I I would be okay to see those games as ports. Um, come over to like a virtual console or just released in the eShop maybe with not physically 
But uh, it kind of goes back to that thing that we were talking about last week with Link's Awakening, where it's like, this is a full-priced retail game for the Switch that would have been a 3DS game if the 3DS was still alive. Because, I mean, like you said, Ocarina of Time has uh, Master Quest in it. It's a, it's a far longer game still, cheaper on the 3DS. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that I'd want to buy them again. They don't need to be remade. I think we all agree about that. Yes. So, um, but, you know, who am I kidding? I would totally buy them if they were remade. I, you know what? I'd buy I'd buy any Zelda game if it was remade. Yeah, if I'm same. Being totally honest. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Wind Waker. Kevin, you go first. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. All right. The Wind Waker. It doesn't need to be remade. This is. I think this is another instance, and I'm gonna say the same for like Twilight Princess as well. I'm jumping jumping the gun here, but um, we had those games come out on the Wii U. Um, there's some fixes to them. Wind Waker has more fixes than Twilight Princess, but focusing just on the Wind Waker, I think that any other stuff that you'd need to change with that would be like maybe tweaking a few things for like the way that you get the swift sail maybe could be more reliable. Maybe make some things with like the Helmrock King not so weird. So basically no that, RNG. That yeah, yeah. And I'm speaking from like a speedrun perspective. Um, I don't think there's much that needs to change with this game. It's it's pretty set as it is. This is another one that I'd say like, hey, take the Wii U version, throw it on Switch, call it a day. I agree with you for this one. Um, Bring back I... those tingle bottles too. Yeah, oh, tingle bottles. Does uh, what was that? Tingle Game Boy Advance item in that game called Tingle Tuner. Tingle Tuner. Yeah, that's it. Is that I can't remember. Is that thing in um, that. HD? No. No, they replaced that I with didn't the Tingle so. bottles, God, and those that's... shut down with Miiverse. That's a damn shame. R.I.P. Miiverse. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, so first of all, that's what you need to put in if you're gonna if you're gonna put this on the Switch. Um, we're gonna eat our cake and eat our cake with our Tingle <laughs> Tuners. You know, I, I'm I'm a zero. I think that the art style of Wind Waker is going to allow it to look timeless forever. Uh, like really like that is just such a, a timeless art style. It's like watching an old Disney movie, like Snow White still looks great. That was made in 1930 something. Um, so I might said timeless forever. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh my God. I'm yeah. on a roll. Timeless forever with our cake. Yeah, so, oh, so this is Timeless Forever. It's uh, It doesn't need to be remade. They, they Again, they fixed everything that I think that needed to be fixed in HD. But let's roll ahead to Twilight Princess, because I'm going to say it needs to be remade 9 out of 10. Why? 9 out of 10. Because I'm so curious. I, I think that it's an ugly game. It, it, it And HD, HD didn't fix this. It's an ugly game. Um, and, and I know that inherently the character models are ugly. So like, that's, that is what it is. It's never going to be, you know, it's never going to be changed, but you know, if they're remaking it from the ground up, they could remake some of those character models and just make them look normal and not distorted. It's an ugly game. It's a dark game. Like, and, and I'm not talking like dark tone. I mean, it's just dark. It's hard to see anything. They kind of fix that in HD, but not really. It's, it's a murky drab bland game. Um, in terms of, of setting, everyone, I'm not dumping on Twilight Princess the game. Although, if we're talking what remakes could fix in quality of life improvements, you could drastically cut down the beginning of that game. Because as fun as it is, catching fish and herding sheep and stuff like that, I just want to play Zelda oh. and not bother with the nuance <laughs> of Ordon Village life. So we could just condense that down to maybe like 20 minutes instead of the hour and a half slog that it is. Uh, you know, there's so much filler in that game. It's it's ripe for a remake. I feel like you could you could just make it look good. It, it's an ugly game. I, I don't know. That's that's my thoughts. Nine out of ten. Andy. You know what? Ten out of ten. <laughs> Andy just I'm went sorry. off. I'm sorry, Andy, but you're wrong. And I'm gonna tell you why you're wrong. You ready for it? I'm listening. They're goats. <laughs> they're goats. Not sheep. They're goats. Yeah. They're not sheep. Wh whatever. Who cares? 
Yes. I can't wait to to play Legend of Zelda. Oh, what's this? I got a herd goats. Great. I need the Triforce of Courage for this. <laughs> this is so. Oh, poor goatso. Um, I am in the same boat as you, Andy, in that we kind of have the same opinions about Twilight Princess, but I'm on the opposite spectrum. I don't think it needs a remake because it's probably, I don't know, I'm not going to play it either way. (laughs) If if it got a remake, I don't know, the entirety of Twilight Princess, and I'm so sorry because I know there's a lot of people who are like super stan this game, but... Twilight Princess is a chore to play. I don't ever feel good when I'm playing it. So even if it got a remake, I don't think I would. You know what I, I would change to you? Different about it. You would. I would change the way that you select your items because I hate the way that you bring up your items and it's in that circular uh, scroll. I al- I feel like I always pick the wrong item with that thing. I I don't know. I feel like the the if you're playing the Wii version like. Like it's just it's completely sloppy when you're swinging your sword. It's just, jeez. Slop jalop menus. <laughs> <laughs> Sloppy joes. Dang, we just went. Yeah, off. maybe a few few touch ups, but I don't think it needs an overhaul. Well, that's that's fair, I guess. You know what? I I think I'm with you, Al. I, if this. If this was remade and re-released, I don't know that I would be convinced to buy it. Either way. I've played enough Twilight Princess, I feel like, to last me forever. What was my goat herding time? Uh, I want to say it was like 2.40. <laughs> Two minutes yeah, and 40 seconds. Brother. Definitely the worst. Yeah, you might be a little biased, Andy. I think you're the only person on this podcast that has played the game for 16 hours nope, straight. No, that's not true. <laughs> I, I, I'm like 100% the same. Because when I was going to practice it for the marathon, I got 14 hours, and I was like, no, this is not happening. Woof. Thank you, Allison. It, it, Maybe it it's just me. It's just me. Yeah, and, and very possibly we're uh, we're biased because we don't... We, you know, you're, you're not supposed to play this game from start to finish in one setting. You're definitely not supposed to play this game. Unless you're a speedrunner <laughs> so, and can do it in five hours. So, I mean, that that's probably tainted our view, but like... I don't know. It's just the opening is so drab. It's just such an ugly game. It's ugly. God, it's ugly. And it does it doesn't need to be ugly, but it is. It's it's ugly. Let's move on. Let's talk about the Minish Cap. Um, I'm gonna say seven because I would I would just love to see this. Of course, I'm a huge fan of the Minish Cap. I think that it could be remade in a maybe like kind of a, a mix between a link between worlds aesthetic and links awakening aesthetic. Cause like, it's definitely a fun, cheery game. Um, I, I don't think you'd want it to be too cartoony like links awakening. Cause there, there are some more heavy moments. I think like you want Vadi to look really evil and stuff like that. So I think that like, but I, I don't want it to look exactly like, um, a link between worlds. Cause this like this game really exists on an Island. Like it's Minish Cap is its own kind of thing. So I think it should have a unique, art style you know in and of itself and uh something that nobody else has and yeah i I would uh i would love to see this i don't think that there's like quality of life improvements per se but um you know you could you could make some slight tweaks to uh to the game in, in different areas i mean you could make kinstone management a lot easier for sure you could add maybe like a bomber's notebook or something like that to keep track of everybody that you've fused with where the reward are or rewards are that you have um, unlocked by fusing with people because a lot of times you fuse with someone and like a, a tree that was previously covered in thorns opens up and it's like across the overworld and you you forget about it so that that might be a good little um thing to include in this uh, hypothetical remake but yeah i don't know what do you guys think Allison, you're up. I am. Um, I kind of feel like Minish Cap is special, and I don't know how to explain it. I feel like on its own, it it does really well. It's got its own kind of special art style. It's a little bit different than any other of the Zeldas that I've seen, and it's got different items. I feel like the mechanics in the dungeons are different enough, so I feel like. It doesn't really need a remake. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Another five for me because um, I, if it was remade, I would buy it and I would play it. But 
at the same time, I kind of just love it the way it is. So I don't know if it needs one. Maybe some quality of life uh, um, um, improvements, but other than that, I just love it the way it is. I'm on the flip side. I'm I'm thinking this one's like an eight or a niner. Yeah. Um. So think with the Minish Cap, I think we've spoken a little bit about maybe like off the podcast, but like the general staff have said this. There's something with the music. Um, and I think this might just be the Game Boy Advance and like the limits of it, but I love the music of the Minish Cap, but there's some times where it's like, it sounds just sort of scratchy when you're playing it. There is one person that has said that, and his name is Mossies. I've never heard anyone else complain about the music in the Minish Cap. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm listening to him too much, which is fine, but I, I think, I think it does sound a little scratchy. I would like to see like a musical overhaul and generally just like, I think the Minish Cap is a game where it's sort of like a Link's Awakening where it's, it's kind of on, as you said, like it's on its own Island. It's sort of different than the rest of the Zelda series. It's at a weird transition period between Game Boy Advance in general is kind of like this, where it's not quite a DS game where you have the touch controls to implement and it's not quite like a GameCube 3D Zelda title. So it's somewhere in between. Uh, the Minish Cap feels kind of like another black sheep in the series. So I'd like to see it get some, you know, things that actually change up the game a little bit more. There's some things that are a little tedious, like using the mole mitts. Um, I could see maybe, I don't know how you would like improve that. Maybe just have it like knock out an entire line. But there's just some little things that I think the Minish Cap could improve on and maybe having a new art style, some, some more, uh, enhanced music um i think it's a game that's experimentable if that makes sense experimentable you could, you could throw some extra ingredients in that pot stir it around a little bit more and bake a cake something good and bake a cake and, and, then, and, and then, then eat, eat it, it. <laughs> roll tide all right four swords and i'm gonna lump four swords and four swords into one i'm uh, if you'll allow me i'm gonna go first I'm going to say 11 out of 10. 11. Wow. This is the Not game. 16. This is the game that needs to be remade more than any other game in the Legend of Zelda series. The timing is perfect. You've got Nintendo Switch online. Uh, you've got the found. Like, it's a long game, so you, you don't have the issue of, um, of, of people complaining, not getting enough content. I, I feel like nobody... Very few people played this game it, almost exclusively, or they didn't play it the way it was meant to be played. How about that? Because of the ridiculous control setup where you have to have Game Boy Advances and Game Boy Advance to GameCube converters or a Game Boy Player if you're playing on a TV. Like, just this this rigmarole, like a dog's breakfast of items that you need. So dog's I feel like breakfast. a lot of people passed on it. And with today and the newer technology... And the Switch Online, what better way to play Four Swords? Um, it could have a, you know, this could have a bevy of art styles. I, You know, Four Swords is, is again, it's kind of similar, or it's kind of, it's on its own, like, little island, kind of similar to um, Diminish Cap. You know, I guess those games kind of share a little bit of DNA because of the Four Swords. So, you know, maybe they could have that similar art style, like the fusion between... Link's Awakening and um, A Link Between Worlds, but uh, I, whatever it is, I think that this game is just so ripe for a remake, even more so than the Oracle games. And I believe that the Oracle games will happen. I'm not sure about this one, but I just I feel like the opportunity is there. It's a multiplayer Zelda game. I think it would be a hit if Nintendo released it. And yeah, that is 16 out of 10. Kale, what do you think? Oof. Um, I want Four Swords and Four Swords Adventures to be remade uh, because Link has a purple hat. That is the most And in Triforce Heroes, he, he doesn't have a purple hat, right? Am I right in this? Um, no, it's... Playing those games, you need to have, like, the perfect temperature and the perfect setting of everything in order to play it. And I know that we beat this to death a little bit. Well, maybe not beat it to death, but we did talk about it in depth 
in our multiplayer champions cast episode if you want to check that out. Um it's it's hard to do. It's hard to play this game. You can't sit down and be like, "All right, everybody brought their Game Boy Advance adapters. Let's it's go horrible. plug in those Vizio D- uh TVs with your Game Boy players." It's just not feasible. Um I think Switch could do this and you have Switch online, maybe do like local co-op and you could sort of emulate how that used to be too where you had like people playing it on their Game Boy and it would like flip between the screens, but instead have that with like people with handheld switches. I don't know. It doesn't need to be that way either. You could just play with like, like the three of us could play and pick up a fourth player and be, or just play with three player and, uh, and still have a good time with it. This, yeah, this is, this is high on the list for me. This is like eight or niner. Eight or niner. I'm the same with an eight. Um, because of all those reasons too, just because the setup is so awful. Um, I, while I kind of feel like Triforce Heroes, um, was probably, a like a follow-up, maybe Nintendo's follow-up to Four Swords where they were like, here's an easier way to play a multiplayer Zelda game. But I really like Four Swords in that you can kind of betray your friends. (laughs) I know Andy likes that. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. But I like that it's kind of a competition. So while as much as I like Triforce Heroes and playing that with friends, I'd kind of like uh, Four Swords to be remade because I like that dynamic of the game where it's a competition. Um, you guys can have fun and have shenanigans with it. Um, you know, and maybe you're not dependent so much on a, a bottom totem person walking you off cliffs and stuff like Triforce Heroes. Oh, brother. <laughs> um, anyways, I'm an eight also. Um, better setup and I, I really like the dynamics of the game so i'd love to see a remake i think if it was remade i would want them to find some way and i'm not sure exactly how yet but i'd want them to find some way to keep the action on one screen instead of like when you when you enter a house or something like looking down on your on your game boy advance or perhaps in your on your switch in this case because um, i feel like if you were a local co-op like this, that would that wouldn't be a problem online. But if you were a local co-op, I'd want the action to be on one screen because, like, I don't know. I, I feel like that's, I feel like it's weird. Like that's that's the weird part of the game to me is like when, when you've lost one person and on their screen they're totally somewhere else and they they can't see anybody else. Like it's kind of fun, but I don't know. I I would want them to find a way where like it could just be on one screen. I think like easily online you could you could get rid of that um and i guess it wouldn't really matter you know because you don't have anyone else looking at your screen but uh i I think that's one of the big things that i would hope for if they did that because yeah man i just think that this would be such a blast to play and like nobody's played four swords Uh, you know very 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 few people have played four swords every year when we do best Zelda ever that's always the the number one game that people have skipped out on when I'm asking him for their Zelda rankings. So like, man, this is it's true. This is the game. I think it's very fun to play multiplayer as yeah. well too. Yeah, it is like it playing it solo is okay. So actually, so actually I just bought this game um, on the GameCube and I'm going to run it in solo because, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever actually sat down and like experienced the story of the game. Cause like most, like most of the time that I've spent playing four swords has been with you guys and, you know, obviously we don't sit there and read exactly the narrative or the lore or anything like that. So, you know, I, I it has a ton of story and I've just never really sat down and experienced it. So I, I'm going to uh, probably in the new year, I'm going to run that. So I'm looking forward to that. But man, I wish I could run it online with some other people. That would be awesome. So, yeah, 16 out of 10. Uh, let's move on. Let's talk about the CDI games. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I you know I feel like as as far as a remake goes, it's a zero for me. Actually, yeah, it's a zero for me. But as far as like a port of these games, it's a ten. And I guess maybe like I'd like to see obviously if you're gonna port the CDI games, like some better item management. You know, you have a lot more buttons, you can take advantage of them. But like, oh God, I, I would. I mean, more than one. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't want them Two. to change a single thing about the music, the look, the cutscenes. Nothing. And obviously, it would never happen. But man, that would be that would be something else. So I'm like a zero and a ten at the same time. 
That's a solid answer. <laughs> I am the same where I don't think it needs to be remade. I think they are pure gold just the way they are. But I would love a port. I'd love them to be lumped together. Wanda Gamelon, Faces of Evil, and what is it? Zelda's Adventure? Zelda's Adventure, I think it's yeah. called? Zelda's Adventure. I That's want all three of those. <laughs> I want all of those together and put on the Switch, and I would 100% play them. I would stream them. I would ask Mossies if I could stream them on Zelda Dungeon. <laughs> They're just great the way they are. I'd watch that. Yeah, these games need to be preserved. Um, I, they don't need to be... Let me say, it's not that they don't need to be. They should not be updated in any way. Um... Maybe like having the buttons map like the smallest of changes could be made. Um, yes. Keep the music the same. Keep those adorable cutscenes that scare me the same. I do say I do want to say though, having played Zelda's Adventure, that is the one that could use the most uh, love and care. And I think it's really just the limitation of what the CDI did. You had it running on a disc. Um, you could. In, in one screen transition, you could crack open a drink, drink half of it, put it down, <laughs> and then, like, the screen would load. And there's, there is, like, no music. Audio is a mess. Um, and there's no text cues for what people are saying. So if you play a game, if you play Zelda's Adventure with the audio off, there's cues that the characters will tell you to do, like, hey, put this bottle of water on the ground near the river. Like, they'll say things like that, and it's like, I don't know what I'm doing, and you just walk into the water, you drop a potion or whatever, you get water of life, and it just appears on the floor. But you would never know that. They're weird games. Here's the the famous analogy by Masi when he Let's was describing it. this, is the difference in quality between Ocarina of Time and The Legend of Zelda, Wand of Gamelon, is the same gap in, in terms of quality difference between Wand of Gamelon and Zelda's Adventure. He's right. <laughs> is, that is a good yeah. comparison. I just I don't know. Like I, I feel like Nintendo should have fun with these, but I mean, clearly they're still embarrassed by these titles. I don't think they can legally. I don't know. Well, they should work on that. It might be a good expose. Yeah, we should yeah. we should shine a little more light on the CDI and see if we can figure out who owns those rights. Well, in the meantime, let's move on, and I'm going to lump these two games together, if that's okay with you. Um, let's talk about Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. I am like a nine on these games being remade, perhaps bundled in a similar fashion, just like um, the Oracle games were. I, like, I think that the touch controls are horrible. I think that they could be remade with with just normal controls. I I think they're horrible. I think they ruined the game for me. Like, they're... I don't know how else to say it. They're horrible. I think that the game is, is ugly, you know, The Wind Waker is a spectacular looking game and it looks beautiful. But you know when you're in MS Paint and you have an image and it comes out full size and you're like, this is great. Oh, wait a second. This image is too big. And then you, you click the corner and you scale it down and it gets ugly and pixely and shrink. And it's just, it's not the right size. That is Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. It's, it's The Wind Waker and somebody's taken their mouse and they've they've condensed them down, made them smaller. It looks it, it looks ugly. It, there's no other way for me to say it. So based on based on those metrics alone, the controls and the graphics, my god, these games could use a a overhaul. Imagine if they just looked like the Wind Waker and were you you, you controlled them with your Joy-Cons normally without having your stylus on the screen tap tap tapping all the time god it's, it's yeah I, I would love you know what even yeah, i would i would buy them separately if they release phantom hourglass for for 80 dollars and then spirit tracks for 80 dollars i'd buy it i'd be happy to buy it because at least i know that these and these are these are really good games like there's good games in in inside of these ds titles but like getting there is is tough for me because of all these obstacles that I just mentioned. So yeah, that's a that's a big one for me. That you know what, 
Uh, scratch that. That's a 10. Wow. Allison? Allison, you're the most You're pretty tight yeah. with Phantom Hourglass. <laughs> I might be an outlier here because I... It's pretty low for me. I think I, I said a three for both. Mostly because they have a specific gimmick. They are made to be that touchscreen using the stylus. I don't know how you could remake. It's like it's like when Asia Numo's being interviewed about Skyward Sword being made without the without the motion controls and he just kind of looked like, "What? Why would you do that?" I think that's kind of the same with Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks because they are made specifically for that style of gameplay. So I don't know how you could remake them on the Switch or whatever. However, the the graphics, yeah, could be upgraded so they look more like Wind Waker um, and that proportions would be right. Because if you ever noticed, um, especially right at the beginning of the game, Link walks up to um, Temple of the Ocean King and like he's as tall as the door. And that's a temple. (laughs) (laughs) You're pretty sure that Link is not as tall as that door. So, yeah, the proportions could be better. The graphics could be better. Uh, Being able to 100% Phantom Hourglass would be beautiful. Because I'm pretty sure I could name, like, five people in the world who have probably 100% Phantom Hourglass. It is so difficult to do. And then I don't even want to touch Spirit Tracks. But, like, my focus is mainly, mainly Phantom Hourglass. Where it could get those quality of life upgrades. But I don't know how you could upgrade or up remake the game so that it has the same gimmick because it was made for that specific reason yeah i'm, I'm feeling you with that allison uh, this is one case where like i'm in the middle um and what you said about like the 100 percent for phantom hourglass like getting all those ship parts is just it's not feasible especially with like the online connectivity for it where you could like connect with other people's games to get more ship parts that just doesn't function anymore um or it's very cumbersome if i don't think that exists anymore i'm not too sure i don't even know i haven't tried in probably since 14 years yeah (laughs) um it's hard though it's you can't like these games would need to be completely reworked to work on another console yes they would that's what makes it hard. So I would like to, because I'd like to play these games more. But I just don't know how. So I think it does need to be remade. And I mean, we're talking about a complete from the ground up remake. Like, you, you could rework those games like we're talking about. It's it's not like you're porting it. This is a new thing. Yeah, it would have to be. Com- like, completely it would be a completely different game. I mean, I'm sure it had it had have the same dungeon, same stuff, but nothing would be the mechanics would not be the same at all. Yeah. That's what like the game was built with. Like the the way that the boomerang works or like marking yeah. your map. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some very specific things that you have there's like no way you couldn't use the stylus for. I can't imagine how they would change that. Yeah, like you know what, though? Hold on. Like, a game like Okami pulls off that kind of similar motion control aspect really well while not having a touchscreen or anything like that. Like, in Okami, you basically bring up another menu and you you can draw out um, with, like, a little cursor that comes up on the screen. You can draw out what you need to for your attacks, etc., etc. So, like, I'm not, not exactly a proponent of that for these hypothetical remakes, but... Like you, you do have other options. If you, if you just, if you can't find any way to rework those touchscreen items or, or functions from the original game, like you, you, you would have options. Yeah, it'd I'd be hard to see it though. I, you know, it's just, it's just tough because like, I, I played, I've only played both of them. I think like once or twice, and it's just, it's tough because like. You know, there is a good game in those games. I know that, but to me, it's just like, uh, I, I, I hate the stylus controls. I, I do. You know, I, a lot of people complain about Skyward Sword and, and the Wii Motes and stuff, and I'm totally fine with that. But when it comes to stylus controls, it's, I, I don't know, it, it just, it takes me out of the experience because like, you know, for maybe for some people it's more interactive, but for me it's the opposite because I, I just want to engage into 
into the game, but when I'm like fuddling around on my touchscreen and just blowing into the thing trying to play my flute, it's just like yeah, God, the, this sucks. the spirit flute would definitely need a little touch up. Yeah, I can agree with that too. Uh, let's do one more really quickly before we get out of here. Let's do this one really quickly because I feel like you guys are going to say zero. Tingles, Rosy Rupee Land. I would love to see that. Uh, I'm, I'm a zero. I would love to see that. That is the best. That's the best DS Zelda game, by God. You want to know why I'm a zero, Andy? It's perfect already. Doesn't doesn't need anything remade. Uh, it it would be cool to have this remade and like given a proper treatment on uh on Switch. I agree with that. I like the art style of it. So I wouldn't want that to change. But yeah, if it could be ported and put on the Switch, I'd 100% get it because it's not very easily accessible to a lot of people nowadays. Yeah, this is a thing like the CDI games where it's like 0 out of 10 because I don't want them to change anything. But uh, actually, maybe if we could get really into the weeds here for just a quick second. In Tingle's, Ro- in Tingle's Balloon Trip of Love, you actually you only have touchscreen controls similar to the DS Zelda games, which which sucks. But it doesn't suck as much because it's just a point-and-click adventure game, so you're not like actually having to hold it down to move. But I would change that if they ever released Tingle Pack. So 0 because I wouldn't want them to change anything, but 10 out of 10 because I'd want them to release like that Tingle Pack stateside i think that'd be so cool me too i'd buy it same well we hope that everybody listening has given this episode a 10 out of 10 uh five for allison five for kevin i'm just here for the ride uh thank you guys for for coming on and uh eating some cake with me today (laughs) (laughs) thanks andy thanks for having us make a mean cake we're going to get out of here. We will be back, of course, next week. Uh, we want you to head on over to iTunes, Podbean, all of the major podcast apps. Like, subscribe, review. Uh, you can check me out on Twitter at Spateri316. Allison is at Allison Aletha. And Kevin is, of course, at Shabazzle. That's going to do it for us. We're out of here. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you next week.